consciousness as an organizing principle is is a uh, uh, probably the key thing that this book rails against. Very in the very beginning here, I guess it gives the the it talks about how the they think that the revolution would unfold in two stages, being the seizure of production by the working class pursuing its self-interest and the collapse of existing forms of power brought on by the contradiction of working class ownership, right? So that that's like you were just saying, Jason, like the the boundaries put up between sections of the working class uh, need to be broken down in order for the class to rule. So uh, things like anti-Semitism, racism, homophobia, uh, become barriers to cohesive functioning of the new ruling class and are necessarily broken down. Um, and I think that that's, that's true up to a certain extent, right? I, I think that like the, the impetus for them to, like the, the material basis for them to be broken down exists. But I think that there's a, there's a need for an, an injection of a consciousness here to, to, to help solve arguments. And because I don't think that the, the muck of ages isn't going to break down immediately. You right. know, you're still going to have homophobia, transphobia, whatever, uh, in the workers' state. But, you know, I mean, I think that there is a role for consciousness here. And I think yeah. that... Uh, I mean, I that, don't want to be a shithead, but I might on accident. Yeah. And I, I think that they, they dismiss consciousness uh, too, uh, finally. Um, how the working class goes about the first stage of revolution, we can only guess at. But we can surmise that things will follow in similar patterns uh, to events that have happened before. Which, of course, yeah, that makes sense. But um, it also says that by that pro-revolutionaries have stuck to those things that have happened in the past, like they were augurs for the future, and that's how it was going to happen again. And they've sort of kind of turned it into a uh, a, a set of rituals in a religion. You know, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was definitely doing that for a while. Um, I, I think the argument Monsieur Dupont is trying to make in terms of the effectiveness of consciousness, effectiveness of consciousness is empirical in nature. If you think about yeah. it for, for, you know, decades now, we've had all these revolutionary groups trying to impart their own version of consciousness upon the proletariat, yet you know, it has only declined uh, over the years. So is that not a sign of the failure of, of consciousness as something that is actively um, imbued or in, imparted to people? Hmm. I mean, I mean, I think that's a really hard thing to argue against, for sure. <laughs> uh, but then I'm also, I also think about like, uh, you know, you see these you see at least these possibilities, the reasons to continue to maintain. Actually, actually, this might be an argument in their favor. Um, but I was thinking about like these stories of Swedish dock workers, um, you know, refusing to unload uh, goods from, you know, Israeli ships, you know, in, in sort of protest of the siege of Gaza, for example. I think like that's that's an expression of a kind of consciousness or of, like of a higher sort of affinity for for a people not one's own or whatever right in in sort of those limited ways in which we think of ourselves uh it is a sort of it's it's something of a revolutionary consciousness it's a piece of it anyways and it doesn't appear to come uh from struggle it seems to have been the reason for that particular struggle but then i think actually no because swedish 
the Swedish dock workers are some of the most highly militant and organized, you know, workers in the, in the entire world. And the precursor to that ability to coordinate an action like that is in fighting for all of the things which we, you know, lament not having in, our, in, in the various places where we don't have, you know, the robust welfare state. And yeah, it, it is, it does seem to be the case that it is the struggle of those workers at their own jobs for their own uh, self-interest and the proof that it works to them. That is in the sort of this part of that story that ends with, uh, an anti-apartheid action like that or a BDS action like that. So maybe, maybe that's an argument for the position that the, the DuPont are putting out. There's two as one. I don't know. DuPont is putting out. I'm going to say that. Well, <laughs> also speaks to like this sort of, uh, shortcoming or short-sightedness or lack of care or whatever from like this sort of standing consciousness raising model of whatever flavor you might prefer whether an anarchist or Trotskyist or whatever other left com or whatever else. I know when they criticize them there specifically, obviously referring to some of the anti-globalization protests where it's like if your plan involves getting several million people to book planes to like the same city at the same time, march down the main thoroughfare to stop it, it's probably not a very good plan. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, to recenter back on this, like what is the mechanism that would actually make this happen if the consciousness is there? And I think like talking about like the dock workers and things would do, that's obviously one, there might be others, but that's one that could do it. Um, and I know that like history with a lot of like political groups personally, like there's, it seems like we want to skip to the point of getting people the right ideas. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, how are they going to actualize those? Well, we don't worry about that or, you know, don't ask too many inconvenient questions, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it seems to want, it, it seems like skipping steps or at least, you should have a probably have a plan for how that leads to the other uh, organ. It feels like uh, that's going to actually actualize that consciousness. Yeah, I was going to say because, um, like, with with Jason's point, like, I, I agree that 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 BDS action definitely seems like a higher level because they, earlier on they say how we shouldn't be introducing these certain political struggles because all it's going to do is divide the working class in your narrow you know in your workplace environment and and so don't introduce that there um in order to um not cause um you know any any divisions but if you're already if you're already like once everybody is already on the same page that they're at their own workplace that they have a common interest then perhaps you can start moving into um greater affinity with uh struggles that are outside the workplace if if that makes sense because you don't want to bring like uh, you know you don't necessarily want to bring in other struggles yeah outside your workplace before you already have like a cohesive understanding of you know your self-interest at your workplace i think that's kind of what they're getting at yeah that sounds right to me 